name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I get up at 3.30 in the morning. I'm not a huge morning person. I don't love that. This is a week after my race where I had to get up at four. So this is the second, you know, just boom and then boom again. I drive three and a half hours to the airport and uh, get there okay and board the flight to first to San Diego, then onward to Mexico for that retreat, okay? Where I taught a little breath work more on that in this episode. I arrive, get in the airplane. I sit in the section of the plane that it's what I call first class adjacent. That's the section that I usually sit in. But I had a view of first class. And as we take off and they're doing this drinking the snack and the snack and the drink, I went straight up coffee. By the way, United, decent coffee. I got to admit, I got it. No, no, it was Alaska. Sorry, it was Alaska. Decent coffee. Decent coffee. Um, it could have been just the fact that I wanted it so bad. Anything would have tasted fine. But I doubt that's true. I've foregone coffee if it's not good enough. Well, it's, no, thank you. Thank you, no. Don't hurt your feelings, but no. I had a view of first class. They're handing out the snacks. Now, in first class adjacent, they're, they hand us the snack. Here goes the pretzels. Here you go the whatever, right? In first class, same snacks, but they hand them out with tongs, which I thought was a very, very classy move, Alaska. Same snacks. I'm not, I'm just, I just want to make sure you're clear on that. No judgment. It's just the same snacks. It's literally the same snacks, but not handed to you with hands, handed to you with tongs. And that, my friends, is how the 1% lives in this country. And the discrepancy between the 1% and the rest of us is wide. To complete the ambiance, once I got to San Diego and then was flying down to Cabo San Lucas, I uh, got to sit behind drunk Americans, which, hey, I got to tell you, I traveled all through Europe yeah, just after the uh, Berlin Wall came down, by the way. And on trains, lots of drunk Americans. There's not, hey, there is nothing better than a drunk American. There's just, there's nothing better. Now, this woman in front of me, uh, the drunker of the couple, by the way, uh, had to show her seatmates uh, shots of her Pomeranian and wanted to make sure that the whole plane could hear how, quote, adorbs her Pomeranian is. And um, I will say, though, I'm trying to be a little bit impartial here, We, in her defense, okay? The rest of us did want to know. We wanted to know what she thought of the Pomeranian picture. I didn't see it myself, but I heard from many that it was adorbs. I arrive in Cabo San Lucas. There's a shuttle waiting for me. Very nice. And we arrived on Cinco de Mayo, okay? 5th of May. Cinco de Mayo, literal translation. But there's some hubbub around it. There's some fanfare. So I get in this shuttle and I'm going, this is going to be, I'm, I have a, I have created my expectations high, which sometimes can be a recipe for disaster. But I found in my experience, set your expectations high. So I was like, there's going to be some Cinco de Mayo freaking music in this shuttle. I'll tell you, it's an hour drive. We're going to be giving it and giving it and getting it. Um, what we got though was um, in Mexico, in uh, a shuttle on the way to a small town called Todos Santos was easy listening. Not shitting you. Chicago followed by Cool and the gang. Not just Cool and the gang. I said to myself, 
air supply has got to be coming on. It's got to be coming on. And I am shitting you not the very next song, air supply auto love. So the driver assumed that we were not going to want anything other than uh, American easy listening. And that's what we got. And he was right, by the way, because I realized I can't fight this feeling anymore. I've forgotten what I started fighting for. And I just figured time to steer the ship onto the shore and throw away the oars. The retreat was really cool. And I got to tell you, I did a little YouTube cut together of the, of the, I didn't want to take footage of the retreat because it's a retreat. People are there to like do their thing. I'm not going to be like, can I get you on my video? But when it was not people around, I shot the area and it's pretty cool. If you don't, if you want to check it out, go to the YouTube. I don't care. I'm not the coolest guy in the room ever. I'm not the uncoolest guy either. I didn't feel I'm never been I here I here's where I exist. I exist somewhere between knowing the secret handshake and the guy who not only wears cargo pants but uses all the pockets. Like I'm in the middle of the that spectrum. I can usually make my way okay. But I'm definitely not in the in the I mean not in the no in most cases. And that's okay. As you age in this in at least in my category, I've come to appreciate that. Not even kidding. But we did a little breathing. We did a little cold therapy. Coolest thing I saw, cacao. You guys know I love the cacao. Eat it almost every single day, cacao. There was a ritual, three uh, women, Mexican, indigenous ritual thing around cacao. Super cool. Just really, really cool. So much appreciated. And flew home and then went to work the next day. So it's been a nonstop deal of race, prep, race, clean up the race, go right back to work the next day, all week, leave Thursday, go drive to the airport and the whole thing I just told you about. And then come back Sunday night to work Monday. It's been crazy. Mm. Nothing a bourbon can't solve. You know what I always say, my message, there's nothing a bourbon can't, can't, can't solve. And because I'm a small stepper, just sips at a time, just sips at a time. Some people go to gulp the bourbon. That's not small stepping. That's not small second. You just sip it. Time for some uh, thanksies and show notesies, as I started calling them last episode. And that means thanks to the Patreoners who support me and show their uh, support in that form. And for all others, check the show notes. There's stuff about me and links and whatnot. Okay, 15 seconds. Boom, nailed it. I'm trying to beat my record every every time. I'll just, I'll just talk much faster next time. This episode is called The Through Lines. And um, so I'm going to talk about the, the retreat a little bit more. Th- I'll tell you right now, this was not, I'll be straight up with you. Like, I, like I'm not already, right? Food was good, by the way. Food was good. not all vegan, but they knew I was. And so just like taco bar, let's take a break. Some mole mushrooms and hand-pressed tortillas. Good Lord, I could eat that all day. Spiced cauliflower, three different kinds of salsa. Good Lord. Chilaquiles in the morning. Are you freaking kidding me? It was nuts. It's fantastic. Margaritas. Who? This is what I loved. There was like this really nice balance of work. There was a really good talk on the hero's journey and sort of shadow imagery. And then we did the, the, the breath work. And there was just like 
very cool stuff. They had a DJ though, so because you you'd gotta get into the heaviness a little bit, then you'd have a margarita and sit outside. They're very good. They were they knew what they were doing. I'll just put it that way. It was a very good like not too much, not too little of the you know intentional kind of thinking about things. And I'm not look. I'm not a huge. I'm realistic about retreats, just like I'm realistic about cleanses. I've never recommended a cleanse to a client ever, ever, because I always say this, you're as healthy as you are depending on what you eat before the the cleanse and what you eat after the cleanse. It's not going to be, nothing will be solved in three days, seven days, even 21 days. Not going to happen. But if you've got your head on straight about it, your mindset is in the right place, you're going to utilize a retreat in a way to, in a way, get your ducks in a row, to think about things, to get stuff clear, but without a plan of implementation, fuck it, unless you just want a good vacation. And that's fine too. I get it. But if you want to actually get stuff done, use the retreat. It's fine. Use the cleanse. It's fine. Take yourself out of your routines. It makes you pissed off a little bit. You're having to be all of a sudden aware. You're less distracted, which can suck. But at the end of the day, it's going to be really good and fully necessary. But Got to have a plan of a plan of attack for when it's done because nothing gets solved in a short amount of time. Nothing, nothing. But I showed up there and I was like, this is clearly not my demo in terms. Of, and this is not a judgment. This is just a fact. I don't work generally with 20 somethings and I'll tell you why. It's not ageism. I like 20 something. I just, in my work, and this is not why they went down for this wasn't a small steppers retreat. I was hired to de- teach breath work and to assist with the cold therapy and, and just to kind of talk to people about habit change and stress management. There's no doubt about that, but it, that wasn't the thing. But I don't generally work with the younger demo because I feel like they got to do 10 more yo-yo diety, quick fixy things before they go, good Lord, this shit does not work. If you have to get all the, t- all and if you're listening to this and you're sort of in that place where you're kind of always looking over your shoulder, like maybe that'll work. Good. Notice that. Do the thing. Don't fight it. Do the thing. Find out it doesn't work. Get pissed about it. We'll feel really good about it because it'll work short term. So then you'll be like, see, it did work, Sid. And then six months later, go, holy shit, Sid was right again. That pisses me off even more. Now I'm going to get my shit together. Okay. And I'm actually going to do the hard work of living a good life. Okay. Living the hard work, living a good life takes hard work. Being healthy takes hard work. You can't cheat it. You can't hack it. But sometimes when you're too young, you still think you can. You still think that's how the human mind works. And you go, but I'm different. And I think this one's going to solve my issues in this very short amount of time with not a lot of effort. I think that's going to be ha- that's going to happen. And I always go, you know what? There's a little shiny little tinfoil ball over there that's distracting you. Go, go visit that 10 more times and then get the work done. But what I realized when I showed up in, 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 and and I, as I showed up, I went, oh my gosh, this is, these are just not my, not my people, I said. And I didn't mean that like not my people. I just meant not my clientele. Like, I don't know how much, I'm always worried, like, can I affect change? Can I do my job, right? If they just weren't my, my typical clientele. Fun as shit. I'm not saying that. Great group, super nice. Uh, sweet, kind, but conflicted and in pain. Guess what? just like my clients. It wasn't that there was a difference in the core struggle that exists in all humans. It's just that they might not have been, 
and I'm assuming because I don't know them like that well, but in general, my experience with the youngers is that they just haven't quite experienced enough to realize or to be ready to take on the actual hard work that I was talking about. But that it doesn't mean that they're not in a place that I was, still am, by the way, and that all my clients currently are sweet, kind, conflicted, and in pain. We have struggles to live well in the modern world. If we are trying to feel only good, we are on drugs, whether that's in the form of drugs, alcohol, or junk food, or social media, or something that keeps us away from dealing with all the shit that it, you have to deal with to be successful as a human being. It's just a reality. I showed up there and I, and I really, and I didn't know everything that was going on and they, they were very cool. The organizers were like, we want you to, cause there's yoga and I'll, and I'll do the yoga. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to doing the yoga. I'm not opposed to the, to the Swasana and to the downward dog and to the Bodhikanasana. I can talk the talk a little bit. Even if there was a cocktail party, for yoga, a lot of patchouli, that whole thing, I would be able to talk, I'd be walking in going, hey, let's, what's up, Bodhikanasana bitches? Like I'd say something like that. And they'd be like, woo, you know. So I joined the yoga classes and loved the yoga. It was really, that part was great. I'll tell you why, because coming off the race and everything, I was like, I haven't been running because I took a little break, you know, which are to recover, but yoga was the, just what the doctor, but not doctor ordered. You know what I mean? But when I showed up, it was resistance time. I could feel it. They had this woman who I got to know, super cool, who was a conversation facilitator. Now, your, did your hair on the back of your neck go? Mine did. Okay, go conversation facilitate. Wait, what is happening here? So she got us all in a group, and you don't know, I don't like, really like the groups. Got us all in a circle. I even less like circles. And she goes, I'm going to throw out some questions and then you're going to rotate to the, you're going to ask the, talk to the person. And then like two minutes later, it's like, it was like a speed dating thing, but not for dating. So she threw out a, a question and I'm like, good God. I mean, within a minute, I was like, this is pretty cool. Damn it. This is pretty cool. Damn it. I really wish I had come up with this myself is what I said to myself. Because essentially what it was, was it was like a, I was watching a live action shift from social media to a dinner party. Like I love dinner parties, hate social media. Within a minute, she had gotten us past the weather's pretty cool. And, you know, just like, where, where are you coming? It was like, what brought you here? What are you looking to, you know, what's something that you're passionate about? What's one word that would describe you? Stuff that can be a little new agey. I'm not going to lie. But I got to tell you, it was kind of cool. And it was the first interactions that we had when we arrived. So there was a little bit of awkwardness, like who knows who, and she just kind of threw us in this thing and she's very accessible and cool. And her name's Lisa. So that's, you know, and, and next, and then when we broke and I think had a margarita at that time, I don't know, there was a, there was a fair amount of margaritas. Um, we were, it was like we had skipped seven levels of, of intimacy, you know, like we were like, oh yeah, I just saw you in the thing and the thing we rotated together. Didn't we kind of say I was kind of cool. Um, so again, I mean, I have the resistance. I have the thing. I was like, I'm down here. I'm all in. I'm going all in, right? I'm this, this is the, this whole thing is going to be a cold therapy. I'm going all in. Um, the title of this episode is called the through lines. And it's because I am constantly reminded how similar people are. And I 
on one hand, if 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 somebody doesn't agree with you, is like screw you, I don't want to talk to you. You're then I go like, well, then I'm not gonna, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think it's important to devote any amount of time, any amount of time, to bring out your core to just because they're there already. So like, imagine them in this like little lockbox, probably wood some sort of metal emblem I would imagine on there somehow key that's really not a good key you know like it's not super high security and within that box it looks like a key from that Abraham Lincoln would use like that in that box core desires wishes dreams things that you stuff down there because of the bit first of all business of life second of all distractions that we're inundated with and choose to have is some some of us and I get that I get it trust me I get it but when I'm around you know, on the surface, people, not my demographic, not my this. And then I get facilitated, which doesn't sound appropriate, but it's what happened into a deeper conversation, just immediate crap falls away, bullshit falls away. And what emerges is our through lines from, I don't care what color you are, what religion you are, what political party you are, what country you come from. There are through lines. We don't have everything in common, but we have some very core things in common. And those things are the things that connect us. And it is a good practice to, like I said, devote any amount of time that you can to bring those things out of that box, out of that box, core desires, wishes, dreams, because not only will you say, oh yeah, I I, I forgot about you guys. I'm going to get back into the swing of things a little bit and maybe ease my way in on this, but also you'll probably find that they're probably not that weird and probably not that different. And if you got to know anybody else that maybe you think you wouldn't get along with, they probably have very similar, there's a lot of overlap there. There's a lot of, guess what, through lines that connect us. If we take the time to bring them out. So I go to this retreat, not knowing what I'm going to do, get there, have all the usual crap. It falls away. I have a really good time connected in a good level. It It was a substantial level. It wasn't a surface thing. It was a deeper thing. And uh, first trip after COVID too, you know, so like just kind of doing that whole thing. There was a lot of just weird. I was like, this is the first time I've been on a plane in three years. It was, it was kind of like, whoa. So bring that stuff out when you can, any amount of time. At, just look at it, open the box. Oh, come on. Those are my desires. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Oh yeah, I was going to, you know, I want to do that. Oh, I should do that. Oh, forget about should. Let me get that going. Bring them out because not only will it reground us, but it will connect us. Underground, counting days just for fun. Adding up the time till it was done And I'm walking back and forth To forget where I've begun And I'm circling wise and foolish To see which is more fun Yes, I'm circling wise and foolish which is more fun I 
been over I'm giving all of it to you Through asking what is true And I'm taking all the memory Leaving them with you I'll be coming back for them when all the black is blue yes i'll be coming back for them when all the black is blue In this day's when all that was, it is again. I need a plan, I need a friend. I, I don't mind stepping sideways, I just like to know when. I can't, I can't put trust in you. Do that again. No, I I can't put trust in you. I can't do that again. The sandstorms will cover everything. The wasted ideals to torture us. Underground and count days just for fun. Yeah.
Adding up the time till it was done And I'm walking back and forth To forget where I 